Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient 18s in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton. I am your host. We are going to get into it today, a little bit of baseball talk, that's for sure. I got to tell you, I am massively impressed with a baseball team out there in the Ivy Leagues, and you will be as well when we finish this show. Going to open up your eyes to that. If you guys want to go check me out, it's at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. TomBartonSports.com is my website. And if you want to go check out my YouTube channel, I could use all the support I could get. It's Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. So go check that out. Well, guys, look, the Ivy League, uh, we talked about the draft. We talked about a few different things going on over the last couple of weeks, really concentrating on guys moving up to the NFL level and really kind of uh, celebrating that aspect of all of this. But I told you guys we'd get back to baseball. I told you that we'd get back to some impressive things in baseball. And before I get into what I really want to talk about today, let's get into the standings where we stand right now. Columbia is in first place, 16-2 and two in the conference, 23 and, uh, 26 and 13 overall. Penn is in second place, 14 and four in the conference, 28 and 13 overall. Dartmouth comes in 12 and six in the conference, 22 and 18 overall. Harvard is a perfect nine and nine, 518 and 20 overall. A little disappointing season for them. Yale is eight and 10, 18 and 17. Talk about a disappointing season for the perennial favorites. Brown, eight and 13, 13 and 23 overall. Cornell, 5 and 16, 11 and 25 overall. And Princeton pulling up the rear at 3 and 15 in conference, 7 and 30 overall. Okay, so that's uh, the standings where they stand. Look, I think it's pretty fair to say that Princeton, Cornell, Brown, Yale, probably out of this thing. Um, most likely Harvard, even at 9 and 9, most likely Harvard. Dartmouth, Columbia, Penn. I mean, you know, they're within four games of each other. There's an opportunity here. And you go, okay, you know, you could, rate, you could hold your head high, even at, even at Harvard at 9-9. Nine and nine. I mean, it's hard to look at a 500. I, I always ask that, and I've asked that throughout my career, about, you know, what is your expectations and what do you consider a good year and in all sports and all situations. And most coaches basically um, say, look, if you play over 500, if you have a winning record, it's hard to say it's a bad year. Now, obviously, you have different expectations for teams like the New York Yankees, for example, right? Uh, you lose the seventh game of the World Series in the bottom of the ninth inning, and it's a bad year. Um, you look at certain teams that you, know, you only make the playoffs. Look, if the Toronto Maple Leafs go down this year, it'll be a disappointing year because of the year that they had, because of their history. So there are different bars set for certain teams, but I think a winning record is, is a winning record. Okay. So I wanted to kind of get the records out of the way, where the standings are, and kind of take a quick peek at that. Now let's take a look at some statistics and, and some stats that are out there, you know, when we're talking about this all. Just you can go out there and you can look at statistics and you can get kind of involved in it. There's only one number right now 
and this is kind of the, the main reason I wanted to do a show. There's only really one number that is what matters right now in the Ivy Leagues because it is a remarkable, remarkable statistic, a remarkable streak that's going on, a remarkable accomplishment. And that is the Columbia Lions baseball team has won 19 games in a row. They've won 19 games in a row, guys. That is, in any league, in any situation, ever, that is a ridiculous, unbelievable streak, what they have going on. Now, look, they have, uh, you know, at Dartmouth this weekend, they're coming up, they have a doubleheader on the 14th and then on the 15th, and then you get into the Ivy League playoffs. So they're secure in the Ivy League playoffs. They're basically secure for first place in the Ivy League, you know, the number one seeding in the Ivy League playoffs. And you start to almost talk about this team that won 19 straight, and you go, you know, can can they make can they make the Super Regionals? Can they make the NCAAs? Can they, I, I mean, can they do big things this year? 19 wins in a row. And here's the thing. When you break down the season, I could go back and I could go talk about when they were playing Stetson earlier in the season in D-Land, Florida. I could go back and I could talk about when they played Davidson. And look, they lost two of three to Stetson to start the year off. Um, then they played a four-game set against Davidson in North Carolina, and they went two and two. Then they played Baylor, and they got, you know, they lost two of three to Baylor. So they didn't start the season all that great. They took on McNeese State in uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana. They lost that game. Then Incarnate Word in San Antonio, Texas, lost that game. Then they lost two of three to Houston in Houston. So that's a grueling schedule. You start off basically in February here. You start off and you're in Florida for three. Then you come home. Then you're on the road in North Carolina for three. Then you go directly right after that. Well, you come home. You go directly to Baylor after that. Then you go to Louisiana. Then you're the next day you're back to San Antonio. Then you have a day off and then you go three in Houston. That was a that's a tough schedule. And they didn't really fare that well early on. Like I said, look, lost the series to Stetson. They split the series with Davidson, lost the series at Baylor, lost to McNeese State, lost to Incarnate Word, lost the series to Houston. So they were not having a pretty good season there. They come home, they take on Manhattan at home with a win. Then they lose the series against Penn. So they lost, I mean, they lost their first series. Then they lose at St. John's. And then the calendar turned. So there was a lot of losing. They did not win a series. And they got the Manhattan win, which is a one-game series. But they didn't win a series until this 19-game winning streak began. This 19-game winning streak began in the second game against Penn. Remember, I told you they lost one game against Penn. As a matter of fact, they lost the series against Penn. Okay? And then then St. John's. So this winning streak did not begin until their first game against Princeton. This series, this... Streak did not begin until April 2nd. They took three against Princeton. And the first game, what a way for that game to go. What a way. A 7-6 winner. And who would have ever known that that would have started this? A 7-6 winner by Hage, who singled to right center to give the RBI uh, early on, uh, late in that game, in the 10th inning in that game. Early on, it looked like another bad kind of game for them. And they win it in the 10th inning, come back the next day, and the next two days, I should say. The next day, they win 16-1. to The next day, after that, they win 15-2. to And that started everything. 
After that, the offense was absolutely unstoppable. So from that point on, eight runs, eight runs and a loss, one run, two runs, seven runs, five runs, four runs, zero runs. You got 11 against Baylor, three runs, two runs, three runs, a nine against Houston, four, three, a 14 against Manhattan kind of showed you something, followed by a 10, then a five, then a seven, uh, then that seven, six win. But then they scored 31 runs in a two-game set against Princeton. It didn't stop there because they went and took on Wagner 10-2. After that, Brown for a three-game set against Brown in a three-game set. 10, 15, and 11 were the runs scored there. Then they took on Fordham and put up 16. They took up Harvard and put up 21 runs. So, guys, just, just listen to this stretch of games. The stretch of games, which is unbelievable, that spans eight games. Here are the runs. 16, 15, 10, 10, 15, 11, 16, and 21. Man, you, know, you, you, had, you had the overs for those games. By the way, they allowed 12, 8, 5, 6. If you had the overs for those games, you cash money, right? That, then they finished off the series against Harvard with a 9-4 win and a 7-3 win. Took on Marist and put up another 15. Got their offense going there. Yale, 5-4, and then put up 27 runs in the next two games against Yale. Went up to West Point to take on Army. Put up nine there with a 9-4 win. Three against Cornell, 7-5 and 11. Their pitching actually stepped up, holding Cornell to five runs in the first two games combined. So this is where we are. This offense is out of control good right now. And I know that... You, you can look at their overall schedule and you can still have visions and mindsets and you can still look at back, look back and say, yeah, I remember the Stetson games, the Davidson games. You're in a 19-game winning streak. They're on a 19-game winning streak where they're scoring 10, 15, 20, 21 runs a game. This is what they're scoring, guys. It is unbelievable when you're starting to look at this. It is absolutely unbelievable. And it seems like everyone's hitting. I mean, everyone's going out there and everyone is getting it done. It's not just one guy. It's not just one team. You know, everybody's going out there and everybody's getting it done. Which you just look at and you go, this this team looks unstoppable. It really does. I mean, it looks absolutely unstoppable for what we're looking at overall. It looks just completely ridiculous. And you start to look at things like, you know, team statistics, right? Uh, Columbia's overall batting average this year is 302. 302 batting average. They've hit 56 home runs. Next closest is Penn with 43. 56 home runs. They're slugging 510. It's unbelievable, guys. By the way, their fielding percentage is 969 which comes in second overall. So they're not only clubbing the ball, which they clearly are, but they're fielding really well. Uh, Team ERA is actually second overall. Look, it doesn't look that great because it's 504, but it's the second best ERA in the the, the conference. You look at Penn, Penn with a 411 is pitching really well. We kind of knew that. I mean, we talked about uh, Penn out there, but... Batting average, Columbia. Slugging percentage, Columbia. On-base percentage, they are number two by mere percentage points. Runs scored, Columbia. 
Hits, Columbia's number two. Runs batted in, Columbia number one. Doubles, Columbia number one. Home runs, Columbia number one with 56. Total bases, Columbia number one. With 702, the next closest is 643. I, I mean, it, unbelievable. And, and by the way, they walk too. Second in the league in walks. And then you get into, uh, you know, a, a category like strikeouts. Yeah, not, you can't find them. Cannot find them. And it, but it's not, look, it is not just the hitting. I want to give a lot of credit to the hitting because it is eye-opening numbers. I mean, it really is eye-popping statistics when you're looking at what they're doing. Eye-popping. But it's not just the hitting. Columbia is number two in ERA, like I mentioned. They are number three in innings pitched. They're sitting back and you go, they're number two in wins. They are uh, a team that is really well-rounded. Really well-rounded. And you're starting to look at this Columbia team, and you just go, is this a kind of a one-team race? Is it a one-team race? Can anyone stop? I know people want Penn. People are going to jump out there. And, and Penn has Hensler, who's batting 377, and Penn has Jackson Appel, who's batting 367. I get it, you know. And Columbia, you know, you, you start to look at who on Columbia is going to do the damage, and their entire offense is going to go. I mean, their entire offense. Shot and Jansen and Blake, they have, and Hage, who I just mentioned, and McGregor, and Latsis, all of them are batting over 300. All of them are batting over 300. I mean, most of their lineup is batting over 300. So I start to break this down, and I know that we're taking a look at kind of after this weekend, we're going to stand there and we're going to look at, uh, you know, the Ivy Leagues and the Ivy League, you know, moving on up. And let's talk about the Ivy League playoff. And I, I, hate to say it's a one-team race, but it seems like it's kind of a one-team race. It really does. Penn is there. Penn's 14-4. and four. If Columbia has a bad weekend and they lose all three games here, Penn can overtake them. But I, I, the way that they're playing, I think we can really just wrap this up. And you get into it, and it's Penn's pitching against Columbia's hitting. Well, that's a great matchup. But the reality is, Columbia also has the hitting. I have to give credit when I see 19 wins in a row. I've got to give credit. You almost hope that they lose a game this week so the streak isn't the main story when they're going into the postseason. But I have got to give this team a ton of credit. 19 wins on any level at any time in any league is simply mind-boggling. But the way that they've gone about doing it, the runs that they've scored, simply out of control. Really. We're going to sit down next week. Take a look at the postseason. We'll take a look at, at the standings again, a little bit of Major League Baseball. And I want to catch you guys up on some Ivy League football recruiting as well. All that next week. Please, if you like us, make sure you go check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, Tom Barton Sports at gmail.com. is how you get in touch with me. TomBartonSports.com. Have a very good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.